live from your ESG underbelly. Woo! Come on, someone. <laughs> My underbelly is really big right now, so. <laughs> it's a Business Pants Friday show here at May 12th Lane Studios featuring all your favorites. Ari the Data Queen, you already heard her. I think that's all That's all you're allotted this week, Ari, is just that one <laughs> phrase. Done. Jesse the Money Whisperer and BS Man Matt Mascardi. Yes, he's yeah. excited when he says my name. You guys, you yeah, that's just, weird. You guys are just well. He has the extras. most love on LinkedIn, so I like to promote him. <laughs> yeah. Jesse has no love on LinkedIn. <laughs> on today's weekly wrap up, I try so hard. Lauren Hotchat three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Musk sneaks into the story of the week late last night. The man group does not understand its name. <laughs> AI powered biggie bags and the exhaustion of tipping fatigue yeah woo woo i um so i got rid of the ai powered biggie bags story because i didn't oh but i'll tell you about it anyway See, this is what happens when you start five minutes early. you know when i saw a headline about ai writing emails i thought of you immediately why because they could write your emails and you hate e- writing emails. Well, I hate everything. So. Everybody does. <laughs> I mean, Everybody hates writing this emails. Is so great. Wait, wait a minute. We just like, you just like encapsulated emails, but uh, yeah. you should open that up and say, I hate basically all things. So this is why love Slack AI. wins. Got us. All right. Matt, how could this. you get rid of AI powered biggie bags? Well, because I, mean, I don't know who the asshole is. I'll tell you about okay. it. You can tell me. Let's go. Let's go. Right, let's do this. Story of the week. <laughs> story of the week Are you ready for this? Ready yeah. The new story of the week became Last night Elon Musk says He's found a new Twitter CEO Yeah She Whoa she. Yeah Wait well, I actually I love this story She will be starting in approximately six weeks Of course Elon Musk Only Elon Musk would Tell us that they found a new CEO And not tell us who the person is That's so intriguing. P- pure Elon childish behavior. Although they uh, think the, they know who it is. The early reports out of the Wall Street Journal is that it is Linda Yaccarino, who is the NBC Universal advertising chief. She just oh. stepped down. So more I mean, they need advertising money, right? Uh, so when Twitter was a public company, 90% of its revenue came from ad sales and they're they're now partnering with uh, horrible Tucker Carlson so they're going to need an even more ways to convince advertisers to stick around because it, unless you forgot most of his advertisers bailed from his show on Fox News. Well, not the ones that sell gold or pillows. That's true. Yeah, a lot of pillows and gold <laughs> to, to put the gold or under. <laughs> pillows so full of first, gold. That's the first story of the week. I don't know I if anyone else. The, is, I love the yeah. collective whiplash that must have happened when it's like, I'm announcing a new CEO. She. It's like, screech. No, what do exactly. you say? Yeah, isn't that kind of woke? Uh, no. Well, no. This it is might be. MO. It's actually perfectly, perfectly in line with what everyone else does, where he makes the woman the CEO and he becomes the executive mm. chair and, and owns the Keeps company. all the power, what? yeah. So Elon said his role will transition to being executive chair and chief technology officer overseeing product, software, and sys ops, meaning he's not going anywhere. <laughs> you literally gave nothing to him. What does she do? What he has effectively done is create the, the glassiest cliff in the history of corporations, right? Because yep. 
Everyone thinks Twitter is a train wreck and about to get worse. So he's probably done the most anti-woke hire ever and handed it over to a woman. But maybe, who knows? Maybe she'll turn it around. All right. What's our next story? Number two story of the week, which was formerly the number one story of the week that we reported on Monday. There was a big uh, article in the New York Times about Liz Holmes. Liz Holmes wants to forget about Elizabeth. Uh, I'm shocked she didn't go for Lizzie. Mm. Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's not a very Lizzie mom Holmes. name, though. She's trying to be taken seriously as a mom. Is she? Elizabeth yeah. Holmes, for those of you who have forgotten, is the Theranos CEO and founder who is about to go to prison for 11 years. And what, another reason why I'm plugging the story is that our next edition of Business Pants Corporate Theater features all Liz Holmes' story, including the making of Liz, auditioning for new Liz's. Uh, a great conversation between Liz and her weird husband, Billy Evans. It's a good show. <laughs> Do you think she ever considered Betsy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My second story of the week are is the question, are white men still winning? I have three stories here. <laughs> to answer your My question. guess is yes. Yeah, my guess is yes. hear about the driveway? <laughs> yeah, exactly. First, uh, what I just alluded to, Goldman Sachs has agreed to pay $215 million to settle with former and current female employees who allege the bank systematically discriminated against women. Uh, do you know how many women, like, do you know what that's going to come out to for these women? Uh, I don't know the specifics of the case, but uh, it seems to be a, a, a small drop in the in the pool of resources over there at Goldman Sachs. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that I, I looked at our own data. Uh, you can tell that there has been uh, a problem at Goldman Sachs in this regard over the past few years because five of the last seven directors that they have appointed are women. And, they, and companies, you will see that they usually do this in times of these types of crises, right? They usually mm. bring on women to deal with horrific, uh, systematic cases of discrimination like this. So it's no surprise to me that's the case over at Goldman Sachs. But will anything happen to the CEO? Will anything happen to other executives? It doesn't look like it. Uh, The second bit of proof uh, to answer the question, are white men still winning? A shameful and a... The headline is shameful and a disaster. CNN blasted after lie-filled Trump town hall. Yeah. So Donald Trump is uh, found to to have committed sexual abuse, right, in court a day before. The next day or two days later, he goes on a victory tour making fun of the decision. Uh, he's on CNN, which, and again, the reason why I'm pointing this out is that CNN... How did he end up on CNN? Uh, you know, uh, CNN is, is failing and looking for uh, eyeballs. So C- the reason why I covered this story is that CNN is owned by a publicly traded company in our database, Warner Brothers Discovery. I looked in at Warner Brothers Discovery in our data. First of all, only three of 14 board members are women. That is extremely low in, in 2023. And second of all, there's a massive power gap. According to our data, they represent 21% of the board, but only 13% of total influence. Wow! Not only that, but the the board chair is a is a white man. The CEO is a white man. the 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 chair of the nomination committee is an eighty two year old white man. 
82. 82 are white men. As far as corporate leadership goes, they have 15 people in corporate leadership. Only Again, only three women. And none of those women are involved with any real decision-making because they are the chief pe- people and culture officer, the chief, ac- oh. <laughs> the chief accounting officer, and the general counsel. So they... They have no role in anything there other than some administrative stuff. And finally, all top five named executives at Warner Brothers Discovery are all white men. So mm. is this a surprise? I don't know. I'm not saying that this is cause and effect, but I'm just telling you what our data shows about this company. And finally, uh, Bob Huggins, West Virginia basketball coach. He used some pretty horrible anti-gay slurs on a radio show this week. Pretty nasty stuff. Uh, He sounded pretty proud of what he was saying. This is not like a mistake he made. Um, And what happened? Did he lose his job? You would think, right? Being at an important job at a university Mm -hmm. where you're making over Mm -hmm. $4 million a year, which is probably more than the president of that university. What happens? He gets a three-game suspension and a $1 million salary cut. That's it. Wow. What? Uh, so there you go. Those are, that's my second story. Is are white men still winning? Did he did he give a very weak apology? He gave a very too? weak apology, yes. Wow. Yeah. That's terrible. Fire that. him. He says, there are consequences that. for our words and actions, and I will fully accept any coming my way. Oh. oh. I, I, yeah. But he doesn't <laughs> he care. Was, was there million. even a sorry in there? <laughs> You know, there was, but it's clear from the original tapes that this is how he feels, and he really doesn't care. Uh, He was probably just told to make a statement. What college? West Virginia. It doesn't matter, though. I mean, does it matter what, really, honestly? No, it doesn't at all. I'm just wondering. And this is just a stupid basketball coach. I just had a hunch it was going to be in the South. Right. Um the third, the, that's, so that's the, th- the third story. The, my fourth story of the week, some good news. Uh, on Tuesday, Aspira Women's Health became mm-hmm. the first public company to have an all-women board of directors. Ooh, can't believe what? it. I what? honestly can't believe it took this long. Uh, a milestone in a corporate environment where just over a quarter of Russell 3000 board seats are filled by women. So I... I, I I, you know, look, this is according to this reporting, this is the first one, but it it seems like there had to have been at least a few others, but this is, so it's good news, but nonetheless shocking that it took so long. So this is Aspira Women's mm-hmm. Health, the first public company to have an all-women board. Those are my four stories of the week. I'm shocked cool. that I didn't hear about this. Well, um, good thing I listen to you. Yeah, It'll be a, cool to track the board and see how they do and... I'll tell you, Ari. Something to compare. Yeah, it's a small company, and these type of stories are not typically picked up upon. I guess. Do you know who they're backed by? I don't. Do you mean who are they? Who owns them? Who? Yeah. I can. We can follow up on next week's Woke Wednesday show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. To see. So those are my four stories. You guys want to vote? Can you yep. can you recap? Yes, them, of course. Please? It's been a weird. It's been a weird show. <laughs> uh, new new CEO at Twitter. We believe it is Ad Chief NBC Universal Advertising Chief Linda Yaccarino. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. That's, that was a piece <laughs> in the New York Times. Uh, white men are still winning, and first public company to have an all women board. Aspira Aspira Women's mm. Health. 
I think, you know, white men still winning, those headlines, I have seen them all over the place, mostly because a couple of them are have the shock factor, right? Like mm-hmm. CNN, everyone's like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. What are you doing, CNN? Um, but I'm going to go with Elon Musk's yeah. Unfortunately. new Twitter CEO. I know. I really didn't want to I don't know if this too, is career suicide or what, but... I didn't want to vote that as well, but that's what I'm going to go with too. That is story of the week. Yeah, I mean, the the reality is is that Twitter is not a publicly traded company, so unfortunately it's not a company under our purview, but since Elon Musk is a CEO everywhere else, it's still a story we talk about because right when he announced that, of course, the stock price at Tesla started going up because now shareholders are relieved that he won't be so busy, but I don't believe it, frankly. I, it doesn't sound like he's really going to be doing much less. It just sounds like he's finding someone else to blame if the ship goes down, but we'll see. I actually do want to know what he does between Tesla, SpaceX, and I'm sure he does absolutely nothing at the Boring Company, right? The Boring Company doesn't seem to be doing anything, so you're probably <laughs> right. They don't do it. The whole company doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, it's pretty straightforward. They just go dig holes. That's that's cool. Uh, it's not cool. It's the holes for cars. It's not even for public transportation. I, True. I think it's cool to have a company that does something so simple and makes you a lot of money. Well, if you th- I'm adding the makes you a lot of money thing if, in there. If you do think it's cool, as Matt teased in a previous show, the Business Pants Corporate Theater will be performing at the Fringe Festival in Portland, Maine. Four shows, and the subject of the performance is... The boring company. That's it's yeah. and we're gonna be there. Yeah. So if you okay, want to meet go. us in real life, yeah. yeah. It's called the Come boring, boring company. Fringe. All right, so that's story <laughs> of the that. week. Asshole of the week. Here's asshole number one. Elon Musk's new glass cliff CEO is the asshole of the week. Look, Musk is always an asshole. Yep. Right? Like so choosing him is too obvious. She, in no particular order, has been cited, Linda Yaccarino, has been cited as a top 100 female executive heroes championing women in business and driving gender diversity in the workplace. Uh-oh. A New York Women's Impact Reports said she was making a massive impact, you know, impacty stuff in, in media. She's the Inclusive Leader Award. She won Uh-oh. that. She won the Mac Dane Award for Humanitarian Excellence. Oh, does, he's going to Does she drink her. Bud Light, though, Matt? She is literally Elon's normalcy beard. This is oh, terrible. She forgot Cheryl about her value. What are you doing, the Linda? What are you, what are you doing? Do like, you think he just offered her a ton of money? I, I mean, Absolutely. he doesn't offer a ton of money. I think she, uh, it clearly is an approximation to power thing, right? Like uh, get get closer to power. Maybe it's a challenge, you guys. This is a shit show, a dumpster on fire. I can put it out. Mm. All right, number two. Um, and this is where I had AI biggie bags. <laughs> But I replaced it with just plain going to the store because I read this story. Uh Amazon is offering shoppers $10 to pick up purchases in store as delivery costs soar. Where's the Amazon (laughs) store? Where is the store? Amazon's whole business model is we bring it to you. You order, we bring it to you in 12 minutes. That's too hard. Here's 10 bucks. Matt, you know I would do that, though. I would be there getting that $10 bill. I mean, what? you would drive an hour to go. Yes. What get is that this? Free this is ridiculously stupid. Um, I mean, if I where are to, the stores? If yeah, I only have to stores? go to Whole Foods to get it, I will go get it. It, it is whole, oh, it's whole, whole Foods. Foods. Heck yeah. Yeah, it, like they'll they'll bring it to they'll drop it to any one of the stores. Hell yeah, I'll pick it out of the freaking truck. 
And then finally, um, billionaires feuding, mattering more than lying about elections. Here's the story. Mm -hmm. Peter Nygaard ordered to pay billionaire neighbor $203 million in defamation damages Mm -hmm. after a driveway (laughs) feud escalated to accusations of arson and Ku Klux Klan links. What what are you you talking about, Matt? So in 2005, Peter Nygaard, who mm-hmm. is a fashion designer and has been accused of sex trafficking, wow. rape, oh. and racketeering, um, every number of horrid things, okay. he attempted to, um, he had a parking problem at his Bahamian mansion because uh-huh. he was throwing parties and had no place to put the cars. So he paves what? a giant thing that goes into his neighbor, who have a shared driveway, of his neighbor's yard. His neighbor complains gets a court order, removes the thing. Mm-hmm. And then Nygaard gets angry, so accuses him, like has late parties and accuses him of like, you know, all sorts of stuff. And then Bacon, Lewis Bacon, um, who's the, the guy who won the lawsuit, he actually took a bunch of speakers and pointed them at Nygaard's house oh. and blasted sound at his house. Okay. And then Nygaard had them um, stolen and removed, but denies having done it. Matt, this is and a Nygaard story. accused him of being cited uh, like close to a murder, like all crazy. These are two a five hundred millionaire guy and a billionaire guy. What are feuding. they doing? And Too much here's time. why they're yep. potential asshole. Because potential asshole. What do you mean? You already. I'm already sold. I'm I'm already ready to vote on this one. Defaming your billionaire neighbor is Mm -hmm. worth 25 percent of defrauding the entire American (laughs) public. The defamation settlement for Fox and Dominion was 787 million. This lawsuit settled for 203 million. 25 percent of defrauding the American public is two billionaires feuding over a driveway. Uh, and Matt, this sounds exhausting to me. And Matt, uh, what the story that uh, I was going to cover before, Goldman Sachs agreed to pay $215 million to settle with former and current female employees who allege the bank systematically discriminated oh. against women. If only, if only they defamed if, them. If only it was a driveway was involved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys vote. I got to go get my daughter. Damien, you vote first. I, I, that, I'm... Full in on the billionaire feuding. The billionaire feud. It just sounds like a bunch of horrible children. The, yeah. I don't, yeah, I got to agree with I, that. I'm done when I heard that. He really yeah. sold that one. You know, I'm going to go with going to the store. Not that it matters at this point. Why? But the fact that Amazon started this whole revolution thing mm-hmm. and then actually has... The audacity. Brick mortar stores. Not Amazon. Not I mean, not Whole Foods, not Kohl's, but like they actually built the Amazon Go stores. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever seen one in my life because I think, I think they're failing. Few. They are. Oh, good. But Wait, just the idea. But isn't this progress or not progress? I thought delivery was I don't know. Horrible. I don't know how okay. to feel. It's like they went in there, they messed everything up, they screwed everything up, and now we're going back. But at least they're offering you $10. And they're coming out on top. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But you're wrong. You know, yeah. when they take over USPS, like, come talk to me. Uh, it doesn't matter. Jesse and I voted for the billionaire feuds. That's your <laughs> asshole of the week. Goodliest of the week. Matt had to step away. So let's just go right to you, Ari. Goodliest of the week. All right. Goodliest of the week this Woo! week. Let's go, Ari. For my first story, if you listened to the show yesterday, we did, I did cover it very briefly. But top French bank, BNP, 
Paribas to stop funding new gas projects. This is France's largest lender, and they will no longer provide any financing dedicated to the development of new oil and gas fields, the bank said on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also closed some important loops that activists have been annoyed about, and that is indirect funding of gas projects via loans to involved companies, right. as well as That's the important. bank's handling of corporate bonds. That's important, so, right? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, they're closing some loops. Have, we, fo- thought, you know. have we found any reporting that suggests that this is a bit of greenwashing, or does it all seem good so far, Ari? Uh, I think they're just feeling the pressure. I don't think it is them okay. pretending to be doing something. Right. I, th- I think I think well, they good. have a long way to go. It's good, there's pressure. It's a small step, mm-hmm. but I think they're just responding to the pressure. Good. That's why we're we here, liked, Ari. Yeah, we're we here to pressure people. Yesterday. I think it's because, we're because here of to us. Pile it on. Because of us. Pile it on. <laughs> Don't wait till 2030. No. BNP. Do it right now. You can do it right now, BNP. <laughs> See? They are, Ari. That's They're already so doing intimidating. it. Intimidating. <laughs> Yell at some other bank. So intimidating. Do more. Do more. Um, all right. What number else? two. Man group. Man group. Picks. What? Wait, what? Yeah. What is? First <laughs> of all, okay. I, I gotta ask. What is man group? Yeah. What? What is with the name? You but know, it's the world's largest publicly listed hedge fund. You know, I didn't even know this. I don't think I've ever come across man group. You know what's gonna be so interesting is that you chose this for goodliest, and I also chose this for exhaustingest. Oh, nice. So we're gonna we're gonna get a couple different nice. perspectives on this. Story. Well, what's happening at man group, Ari? Oh, first of all, their name is Man Group. That's probably the exhaustingest part. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> it's a strange name. It's a strange name. They picked all-female top team as CEO Ellis retired. Wow, okay. So their CEO retired, and Man Group appointed a woman as a CEO for the first time in its 240-year wow. history. Is it Linda Yaccarino? No. Okay. Robin Grew. Okay. She was, uh, she's previously been CEO and she was a president. She's been at the firm since 2009. So she, it seems, Inside it appears hire. to be like she has been groomed for this role. Groomed in a good way. Mm-hmm. In a good way. Yep. And uh, she now joins the first female chair, Ann Wade, uh, who was. N- who became chair a couple months ago. I, so yeah. it's this one top, you know, one, two punch. I love it. Ari, that is a first for this. Did you, uh, I didn't realize Man Group was a publicly traded company. Are, are, do we cover them in our database? Yes, I checked. And did you look at, did anyone look at our some of our stats? Yes, they have a lot of all-stars on their team. Okay. And Wade actually has 17% influence on the board currently, even though she wasn't chair. So she Wait, has... She even, so, so our data reflects the before she the became board. chair. Okay, okay. Yes. So we, have, we yeah, don't have updated reflect. influence numbers. So we can run that and well, get she, report I on that. I think the article said that she won't actually be chair until later this year. Okay. So we won't have that data. But as it stands, she's on the board and has quite a bit of influence they have i think over 10 directors so for her to be 10 percent or 17 percent influence is great what's the total female influence on the board uh, by per our last data dump jesse 
influence female, 33%. There okay. is a gender power gap of 17%. Oh, so the board is half women though? Let me tell you. It must be. If it, I can do that math, Jesse. I'm not <laughs> yeah, that it is. It's half women. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess it's not that surprising. The man group has already been female forward. Well, now it's going to... Yeah. I mean, it's pushing them but not to the at top. Leader, but not at leadership. Okay, so. but, it's but them to the, top. the signs on the board were that they were not... Of, uh, unlike uh, Warner... What is it called now? Warner Brothers Media? Discovery. They're not female avert. They're not scared of women, Jesse, is what I'm getting at. They've had... They only have a 10-person board, and they have two more female directors. than They're th not scared of women, and apparently right. they haven't been scared of women for a long time, even though their name is Man Group. Well, I'm going right? to ask you this, because Ari, before you get to your next story. Are they going to change their name? No. Okay. No. Woman Group, not in the, not in the cards? <laughs> MXN Group, no. What else do you have? All right. And for my last story, new... Defamation suit against Fox signals continued good. legal threat. Oh, good. good. The former head of a now defunct disinformation governance board at the Department of Homeland Security Whoa. is suing Fox News for defamation after allegedly demeaning her 300 times over eight months. Okay, that seems low for Fox News. Yeah. Her name is <laughs> Nina Jankowicz. Yeah. Uh, and she is a specialist in Russian misinformation. Like, this is what she does as her job. Mm -hmm. This is her qualification. <laughs> and she left her job to defend against foreign misinformation campaigns because of the onslaught of criticism. She so, left her job because of the criticism. She left yeah, her job at the Department of Homeland Security. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because... She was uh, mocked and just demeaned. Right, I'm sure. Constantly that's on television. And, you know, that is not their whole business something model. easy to take for any person, I'm sure. Especially outside of the, you know, entertainment industry. Yeah. But for just your normal bureaucrat that is trying to fight disinformation it must be so extremely disheartening. So good for her mm -hmm. for suing. And legal analysts were drawing parallels between this suit and the Dominion settlement that happened, saying how, you know, she has a really good chance of getting a lot of money. So go get that nice. money. Get that money, girl. Right. Nina. The only reason why I wouldn't vote for this is that the one part of this that makes me sad is that you said it's the now defunct disinformation governance board. Why does yeah, it have to be defunct? I was confused about that. Why does that have? To, well, why do we have to get rid of that? Did Trump get rid of I don't that? Know. Ask Fox News. The no, that's the Department of Homeland Security. That's not Fox News's right. purview. Right. Right. Yeah, as she was saying that, I actually did a quick Google to make sure that I understood what the word defunct was because <laughs> it wasn't adding up to me. I knew what it was, Jessie, but in this don't context... don't admit that out loud. <laughs> in this context, hey, I was like, wait, how are they doing well, this yeah, it if doesn't it's exist defunct? Anymore. I'll it tell you, Jesse, because one of the things that Donald Trump did it was dismantle a lot of our institutions like this, no? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
and took stripped power away from a lot of his right. students, even if he didn't close them down. Jesse, do you have a so vote? So those are my three. Cool. Yeah, that, I, I'm going to wrap. Let me wrap up. Sorry. Top uh, BNP Paribas stops funding new gas projects. Man Group first picks first all female top team, and a new defamation suit against Fox. I'm choosing Fox. The really? Defamation suit. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good, Leah. You just want Fox to keep getting hammered. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'd like that, but I'm going to go old fashioned here and let Ari decide the true goodliest. I, I um, <laughs> and not just because everyone thinks I'm a Francophile, but uh, it, Matt has yet to tell me it, the bad news about this, whether this is greenwashing or not. But I like any bank stepping up and stopping these projects. I think it should be bigger news. I think it's awesome. I just uh, I'm here for it. So I'm going to pick the. I'm going to pick that story, Ari. So what do you think is the actual good leads of the week? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the bank too. Matt ran away and he's not here to tell us that, that all wrong. terrible things. But you know what? I think, yeah, I think that's that's what it takes. Banks doing this thing. Look, it's a and small trickle, when, right? And, and when Nina Jankowitz wins her, we'll put her back. Uh, suit, we'll put her she's going to be my winner for sure. I love sure. it. I love it. Uh, that's Gullius of the Week. BNP stops funding new gas projects. Exhaustions of the Week. T- Jesse. Jesse the Money Whisperer. Here to exhaust us. Yes, I am. All right, we're going to start. This was a really fun article that I found this week. And it highlighted a lot of golden goodbyes. You guys know what these are? Oh, hell yeah. You heard of this phrase? Golden parachutes. Yeah, go ahead. Tell tell the audience. Okay, so for those that are unaware, golden goodbyes are CEOs who scored massive payouts despite being fired. So we're going to... I'm just going to go over a couple that you probably know the names of and we're gonna go over what they got even though what they walked away with even though they were fired so first up bob chapik disney of course he walked away with 24.1 million pay package and he's set to receive severance payments totaling more than 20 million so 44 million dollars for two for roughly two years of service is that right yes yes i mean he was at disney before but still that's a that's a big chunk of change yeah yeah, it is. Good for him. Robert Nardelli, Home Depot. Yeah, Bob. Nardelli had Bob. been Nardelli. CEO. Yeah, huh? Yep, Bob Nardelli. CEO for six years, during which time Home Depot stock fell by 6%, <laughs> while low stock increased by 188%. <laughs> wow. Winner. So real good performer, really strong performer. Mm-hmm. Nardelli's severance payment was $210 million, wow. and it included $20 million cash. Unnecessary. Wow. Cash. Completely unnecessary. How many, how many people do you have to hire to transport twenty million cash into his car? So great. <laughs> <laughs> what you, kind of okay. car do you think he drove? <laughs> A Hummer. <laughs> Had to. All right. Next up, Leo Apotheker, Hewlett mm-hmm. Packard. Uh, we actually have two people from Hewlett Packard. Oh, oh, HP. Apotheker only served as Hewlett Packard's HP CEO for eleven months before okay. he was fired. And he walked away with $7.2 million in cash severance as well as $18 million in stock. So $25 wow. million dollars for 11 months. Not even we a year. We need those jobs. I don't even yeah. know. That's what we need. What does Hewlett Packard <laughs> even do anymore? I don't know. Uh, what do they do? I, I don't know. That he's getting $25 Print, million. Printers. Like if do I pe- ever see an HP, I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah, the, the not a good reputation. Sorry. Buy things there. Yeah, go ahead. Who else? All right, Hank McKinnell. Oh yeah. Pfizer. This is a famous Pfizer. one. I know this. I know this one. Do you know? You know how much? Uh, when I take a it's guess, it's hundreds of millions. I know that. Yes. Company's market value sharply declined during his leadership. He left in 2007 and received approximately 199 million in compensation. Mm -hmm. So 200 mil, which included 12 million severance and 82 million lump sum pension payment. Crazy. <laughs> and then we, we're going to end off with Mark Hurd, another HP. Okay. Hurd was forced to resign amid a sexual harassment inquiry. Horrible. So forced to resign, mm -hmm. terrible. He received 12.2 million severance payment, as well as stock worth approximately 16 million. This this goes to prove, right, Ari, that it's important to have a very strong network on your board. To, it's important to be well, surrounded so by your friends and buddies and other CEOs because that this guy would get this much money meant the other board members are just taking care of their own, right? Well, and I did try to do a bunch. I did try to dig in and channel my inner analyst. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm new with the data. But there is, surprisingly, there's a, a very, I forget her name. There's a very influential female yeah, that's yeah. Ha chair of pay committee. And so I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's up with her? Well, <laughs> like, Mark, and she's did, extremely yeah. connected. When did Mark Hurd step down, though? It was a while ago, no? Yeah, it was a while ago, but she was on the board okay. and she has like a hundred connections. That's She's extremely connected. Well, that's part of the problem, so, right? I mean, if it's a... If, I know. If it's a but tight I network. love how all the names in this list are men. I was just frustrated. Oh, of course. Two, I was just frustrated bobs. because... <laughs> What's two, up with those bobs? Okay, bobs. anyways, that's exhausting. Like, yep. you could do a terrible job and get millions to hundreds of millions of dollars even just worse like here. jesse even worse you could be you can be involved in a sexual harassment inquiry yes yeah. yes yes I mean, crazy crazy and get 16 mil like what mm -hmm. okay next up could a frozen ancient virus thawed by climate change cause the next pandemic yes mm. what do you I'm guys say yes think? <laughs> okay, a warming climate could release ancient pathogens such as bacteria and viruses that have been frozen in permafrost in the polar regions for millennia. Cool. I just think that is this, this what's going to bring Russia down? <laughs> maybe, but this is exhausting down, to me because we literally just covered uh, a headline yesterday about how COVID-19 is no longer <laughs> a an emergency mm -hmm. and we're already discovering that there are looming pandemics happening and because of climate change that we're not prepared for yeah and let's not forget that Jesse, we are that yeah this next pandemic uh, nobody's gonna listen to anybody i know uh, well right? yeah and now that was fake and this wasn't and blah, blah, blah. so yes it's gonna yeah. be a disaster so that exhausts me. When's All Fauci? Right. When's Fauci gonna sue Fox News? When's everybody gonna sue oh. Fox News? How do they even exist? I hope everybody Fox. sues Fox News. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would open up the floodgates. <laughs> yeah. All right, what my else? last article we've already heard. Ari cover <laughs> the <laughs> world's largest <laughs> hedge fund is getting its first female CEO. The exhausting part, obviously, to me is that it took two hundred and forty years. Shameful. This man group 
has been <laughs> was founded in 1783. Wow. You can imagine why oh, the name is, is Man Group. Oh, this is a UK based group. Okay, it's UK. A, okay, okay. Can't you just see like a bunch of men in 1783? They're like, hmm, we want to start this hedge fund. What should we name it? Oh, it must, I know. It must have been someone's last. Maybe name. Manchester. Man, you maybe corporate theater sketch on this please i think it, yeah we will i think it was probably maybe it was manchester maybe it was based in manchester maybe. we'll see we'll, we'll see. follow up but i just think like seriously it took you 240 years to realize that you need some females in some decision making positions here like, jesse i'm gonna we add learned. to your we still haven't had a president that's true <laughs> a female president jesse i'm gonna add to your chagrin i bet that there are men right now who are st- who are upset about this? Who are, who are involved with the man group? Either work sure. at the man group or invest in the man group, and they're probably sure. rolling their eyes. Do you think eyes. they're saying, "Ugh, they only got that job because yes. they're women"? Yes, well, absolutely. Well, I, I do have to say though that Robin Grew is also LGBT. So, okay. props to them for adding some diversity. Double diversity, yeah, I love there. It. Um, but yeah, nice. so I could just can't believe it took two hundred. And of course, all the headlines are like two hundred forty years, blah blah. blah. Of course, Anyways, look, we're, we're all overlooking the fact that it's a it's a hedge fund, but we won't we won't get into that. Are yeah. you kidding? That's where the lack of diversity is. The That's greatest. true. That's true. So I guess this so is good. I don't know if I feel good about this. This is even better than. Yeah. We need evil people everywhere. That's true. But this is so not this the goodliest is, category. This is exhausting. I, lo- I just love. Yeah. I love that we both covered it because like it's good, but it's also like, ugh, really? It yeah. took that long. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those. All right, those, those are our three most exhausting stories of the week. Golden parachutes, uh, golden goodbyes for failed CEOs, uh, frozen ancient viruses coming to kill us, and Man Group gets its first female CEO after 240 years. <laughs> I just love this golden goodbye you summary. Do? Yeah, and okay. I love <laughs> the fact that it's circulating, and mm-hmm. I want focus on that, you know? Yeah. People, okay. I like I like the spotlight on the golden goodbyes. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna think if I agree with you. I, you know, unfortunately, I've been doing this job for many years, so I'm I'm very used to these golden goodbyes, these golden parachutes. Um, as I am with their cousins, the golden hello, where they just they <laughs> they dump a bunch of money on you even before you've done a good thing. Um, but let me see. Yeah, oh, this is a tough one. Just just for the sake of the game, Jesse, I might actually secretly agree with Ari here. But for the sake of the game, I'm going to pick uh, that we're celebrating a company getting its first female CEO despite it taking 240 years as being the most exhausting. So you can break the tie. What's the actual, what's exhausting you the most, Jesse, this week? I'm going to agree with you, Damien. Okay. Just because it seems a little more timely, but... Don't get me wrong, the yeah. men reaping the benefit of poor performance is exhausting. And, Constantly and exhausting. And Ari's right, and it's something that we don't even talk about enough in our own country, but that we've never had a woman as a president is 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 really just shameful. I was thinking yeah. too, New York City, yeah. you know, basically the capital of our country one of the most important <laughs> cities of our in the world never had a female mayor I, it's ridiculous yeah. absolutely ridiculous uh okay those are our let me wrap up before we get to winners and predictions the story of the week is that there's gonna be a speaking of female there's a lot of female ceos in the stories this week a new 
CEO over at Twitter. We think it's Linda Yaccarino. Assholiest of the week is uh, some fight of billionaires fighting in the Bahamas. I, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> Goodliest of the week. Uh, France, France's biggest bank is stopping funding new gas projects and exhausting us of the week. It took 240 years to find a woman to run a company in England. So winners, anyone want to go with winners? Does anybody have I winners? I mean, the billionaire that just won against his neighbor. That's your winner? driveway. Of yeah. course he's my winner. First of all, he's a winner every day because he's a billionaire. I, I guess all, so. He, he just got 200 million from his neighbor. Except <laughs> he's add, probably... That's just chump change. But I'm going to be real with you, uh, Ari. What? Despite him being a billionaire and already being a winner and living in the Bahamas, he probably moaned and groaned and whined about this for for years. Probably had a tantrum. Are you kidding? This is giving him a life. This is, okay. This is him. He's just calling his friends and complaining about it, and he loves it. Uh, Matt says the winner of the week is the name Liz. I guess that's true, right? <laughs> Yeah, Although I like Ari's I suggestion. I like I like Betsy a little bit better. My winner is the famous, the infamous, really, the Glass Cliff. This is where we oh, appoint women to take over shit shows. And then we, you know, they, they really have nowhere to go but to fail. Because I, I've never heard of a more Glass Cliffy situation than, than taking over Twitter, really. Maybe, hey, mm-hmm. maybe everyone's wrong. Maybe there's life in Twitter. Maybe it'll survive. I hope it doesn't. But... Uh, but anyway, that's my winner is the glass clip. Jesse, you have anything? I do ringworm because apparently <laughs> there are cases of drug resistant ringworm. So oh. ringworm is winning right now. Oh God, that's gloomy, <laughs> which is disgusting. Yeah, that's gloomy. Ugh. Just I don't even, beware. I, don't even know. I, don't even I just know. wanted it to be a PSA. Like, just beware. All right, you, be you're clean. bumming me out. You're bumming me out. <laughs> That's my role here. <laughs> Predictions. I, I'll let me start because Matt and I basically have the same prediction. Matt says that the Twitter's new CEO is going to have less than five percent influence on the board. Unfortunately, Ari, we don't cover Isn't that Twitter so anymore. Sad? I wish, right. could, I wish they were pra- publicly traded, but maybe they'll become publicly traded I again. I wish Who knows? they were still fun Yeah. and publicly traded. And mine is basically the same prediction, which is that nobody, and I'm really thinking of you know the business news and the, um, the, me- the media in general, nobody will, will refer to the new Twitter CEO, Linda Yaccarino, as when they're discussing Twitter decision-making. It's still going to be all about Elon Musk, everything. So that's my prediction. Anyone else? Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with this concept, Damien, but when you post pictures of yourself on social media, you can also link, like if you did, Mm -hmm. say your house or, you know, a picture of you wearing a cute outfit, you can link all your stuff. There are websites that let you link all your things so that Mm -hmm. people go and like buy it and then you get, you know, a certain commission. So it's just... It's very weird. Like right? if I'm drinking Starbucks, I could link it to Starbucks? No. Like no. if okay. you are if you you're wearing that sweatshirt and you post a picture of yourself, you're in front of the Eiffel Tower wearing that sweatshirt. You can say Sounds nice. Here's the link to go buy my sweatshirt. Oh, my actual off my back, my actual sweatshirt. No. No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> you mean the brand, the brand. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I thought you meant like a like a like One a secondary like market. It. That would be cool if that was. What <laughs> and you do I need describing. permission? Do I need permission from that company? No, because you're linking to that company. So but I are, could do it with Starbucks paid? too. Is it an affiliate? And it's an affiliate. It's drink. affiliate. So you're getting paid by the company, like a percentage of. Oh, but I can't just 
not everything I'm doing. I have to make it a partnership with them first. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got I it. mean, uh, by partnership, you mean like sign up online? Sure. Yeah. But you don't, you're right, not ready. an influencer. I'm ready. Right? However, this is the next thing. I mm-hmm. think, especially fashion companies, they're just going to create holograms and they're going to send them out into the world. Deep fakes. And they're going to go walk around town wearing oh. the next it clothing. Oh. And they're going to have a QR code in the back and you can just oh. order from right there. I don't like this. They're going to be in line at Starbucks. They're going to be in, well, maybe not in schools because yeah. hopefully schools will ban them. But yeah, I think I don't wanna, hologram ads are the next big thing in fashion. I don't want to go deep on this subject because I know we're trying to wrap up. But this is this is the one part of the future that scares me the most, Ari, is that it's going to be hard to tell pretty soon what's real and what's not real. And eventually we're not going to care, I suppose. But the transition to like knowing what is deep fake, what's a hologram, what's created by AI, you know, you know what video posted is, is not, <laughs> act, you know, is not real. People are just going to go around it's gonna not be punching, but like un- if you could put your hand through it, it's a hologram. That's a bummer. So there are, uh, any predictions you, Jesse, or do you want to get out of here? I have none. All right, somebody take us out of here. That's our show for the week. Somebody wrap us up. That was Friday Wrap yes. Up. We are business pants. <laughs> that was Damien Rollis, Jesse the Bunny Whisperer, and I am Ari the Data Queen. Matt, be a span. Failed earlier, but that's fine. We'll see you guys next week on Monday for our Monday Catch-Up. Woo. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>